Illusion.org podcast coming your way. This is going to be episode 425 Q&A episode. Steve Smee here and Ricky V as in virtuous rock. Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Good, good. So, guys, we have four cool questions coming your way. The first one is admitting steroid use to your spouse. So um, let me ask you this, uh, Conchita, when you guys were married, what did she think about your steroid use and did she approve of it? <laughs> my, uh, that's funny. She was my, my high school sweetheart and uh, she was uh, in medical assistant uh, courses while she was still in high school. And she used to give my shots. She used to give me my shots. And, um, and when cell phones started to take pictures, you know, like many years ago, she'd have uh, pictures of my abs and her phones. Be real proud of it. Now, I think she should be supportive, man. She should be supportive if, you know, if she's the right one for you. And, and if she's concerned about the health risk, the health risk and things like that. Well, I mean, you know, you got to you got to sit there and explain it, I guess, and, and do your best with it. I, I mean, I don't I don't know, but I, I've said it on the podcast before and we, we had a couple of episodes we did all about. Um, relationships and I said you should be a little bit of a of a mystery even even to your old lady so if you're able to kind of do it and and not have to if you create that sort of relationship where you still have some of your own private life even though you, you sleep next to her every night but you have some of your own private life maybe you have a, a real special spot at work that you have very private and, and you could uh you could that's where you inject or a buddy's house someone you trust and you keep your stuff at their house and you just go over there and get your shot when it's when it's your time you know things like that um some guys still have a private life even though they're married they don't wife doesn't know all their friends wife doesn't know everything they get up to and i don't know i mean it's it's really depends on the relationship you have but at the end of the day you'd want someone to let you do what the fuck you want to do you know even if they think it could it could hurt your health and then it's it's our problem because we're married and your health and you no know, fuck that they should just be on board to let you do whatever you want to do because you only you only go through this life once you only fucking do this thing one time and you'd want someone to you at least see eye to eye enough to where they let you do whatever the fuck you want to do with your life um your significant other if they're really compatible with you, they should have no issues with it. Be like, all right, do whatever the fuck you want. Here's my concerns, if I have any. But besides that, just be happy. Well, no, well, let me turn it around. See, let me turn it back around to you. What if the girl you're dating or your spouse, you find out she's messing around with steroids? Would you be concerned? Because steroid use for women comes with but risk. I'm the- but I'm the I'm the wrong guy to ask because I date I date fitness chicks. I'd be I'd I'd married a, a a fitness chick. Why not? I see some 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 of these fitness girls got a couple million followers and they got their, no, their no, hubby. What they if what up, if they lug around the world? I'll I'll be I'll be an Instagram husband. Forget, I'll, forget I'll the give whole, her shots myself. I'll give no, her forget shots the myself. Whole, forget the whole social media thing. Let's say you're dating a girl and she wants to mess around with steroids, but you know that the steroids she wants to mess around with are going to cause 
some really nasty side effects, would you have a problem with that? Would you tell her, hey, I don't think you should be messing around with Trin as a female. I, sh- I don't think you should be messing around with D-Bowl as a female or Winstrol. Some of these harsh steroids that come with side effects like facial hair, enlarged clitoris, and, and masculine voice, and on and on. Wouldn't you have a problem with that? Or not? Yeah, but you're you're okay. But you're describing a completely different personality flaw. Like, let me. Let, okay, so let me. Well, that happens so, in most situations with most guys who I'm use about steroids. To, I'm about to explain. I'm about to explain. I'm about to explain. explain. If she if she's a steroid user, she'd obviously know. I have this podcast. She'd listen to it. She'd seen some of the work I've done. I definitely would be able to speak to her and her fucking coach. At level about what she's doing, what it's causing for her and what it's it's not. And if she's trying to do something fucking crazy like trembolone or hello testing or something like that, and she's not the type of person, she's not the type of character that would that would listen to someone that knows what the fuck they're talking about and would listen to me and say, listen, don't fucking do that because. I've been taking steroids for 20 fucking years. And I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I've researched this at length. You don't fucking take trembling. You're, you're a chick. And if she's just the type of individual that wouldn't listen to reason and doesn't, doesn't take mentorship from people that know what the fuck, then she's obviously not the right one. I wouldn't, at that point, you know, we're not going anywhere. I know we're not getting fucking married. I know she's not going to be my wife. I, I know we're just going to, we're just going to have a good time together. I'm not gonna press the issue because I've been there. Not only with trying, but something, you know, something similar. I, I just had to take the extreme, right? Because of the way you word things. And I'm like, all right, we're obviously not getting married. But to think that like somebody, some I'm gonna marry someone, and then later on I'm gonna find out that they're trying to do something really stupid, like use tremble on a female, and I can't talk her out of it, even though she knows I I I, I does this. She knows I'm about this life, you know, she knows I'm about that life. And she won't fucking listen to me. And I could get you on the board and I could get a couple of gurus and people that know their shit. Get Dylan on speakerphone and be like, Dylan, tell this bitch that to use treble on. Like if she if she's that part, that fucking stubborn, she wouldn't have made it that far with me. So just completely different personality flaws. dude. All right. So but like uh, most of the people listening, though, they're more neutral. They're in a neutral place. They're not us. Like so I didn't know. It's easy like, for I didn't me. know shit. Like I didn't know shit, and she had a coach. Like I didn't know anything, and she had a coach telling her to take trembolone. Well, let's let, okay. Like in our our situation, obviously nobody is going to be able to lecture us on this stuff, right? Obviously, I mean we, I mean they they would know that right off the bat or a few dates once they you know got a sense of hey you know we do podcasts and stuff. I date, but, I date girls that like to ask me stuff. Like I, I I've actually right. I've actually but, been on, on but on forget a- for but forget <laughs> us. Uh, do a neutral situation. Let's say let's say a guy in a neutral situation he's he goes on a couple dates with a girl she's athletic or whatnot and then you find out you know, she tells you, hey, you know, I mess around with steroids. I do some competitions. I do some I did. I competed in a bikini contest. My ex was into steroids. He hooked me up with steroids. I've been using them ever since off and on. I'm taking trend. I'm taking testosterone. I'm taking this. I'm taking that. And you're like, shit. 
you know, I know she, sh- I don't want her messing with this stuff. And, you know, she's competing, but you're just a normal gym rat listening, you know, to this podcast. How can you go to her and say, yeah, you know, you shouldn't be. Do you see the perspective? You got to take a different perspective on this stuff. So in that situation, well, look, 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 I'm going to have look, a problem look, with it. What, I'm going to have a problem with here's it. Here's what I'm saying. Because here's she, what I'm saying. Here's what I'm she's saying. fucking herself up. Different, different story. But see, that's see what I'm saying? Not completely different. I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll tell you why. Normal gym rat guy that doesn't know anything, doesn't know shit. He just demonizes steroids. He's a natural only guy. His girl wants to do steroids and she wants to do trend for something that I, if I was her boyfriend, I'd say, don't fucking do that. Don't be stupid. But he's just like, you shouldn't do steroids, period. You're bad. You're a bad person. Um, that guy can should shut the fuck up because he doesn't know anything. You know what I mean? Even, even though he's kind of right. Trembolone is not the one for a girl to use. She probably should be using Anavar instead. If she's really that hardcore, maybe you throw a little Winstrow, a little, little oral primo bowling on top or something like that, like a little stack, maybe a little arm. But see, like that's, I'm coming from a place of fucking knowledge. Like I could say shit like that and she should fucking listen to me. But if the guy's just a gym rat and he's a natty only guy and fucking natty and I'm vegan and I'm vegan natty and you, you fuck you. Like, shut up. You don't, you don't know shit. Like it, He's wrong. He's wrong for opening his mouth and and making sweeping statements or, or having a or talking about something or telling trying to stop someone from doing something when they don't fully understand what they're talking about. Even though deep down in there somewhere he's right because she shouldn't use a trembolone. But if I know all about it, I got a fucking podcast about, about the subject and I tell her, baby, don't use the trend. Baby, stay off the trend, baby. If I tell her that and she doesn't listen to me, then then she's Stupid. You see what I'm saying, Steve? Okay, so how does that help the situation? Because, 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 saying because she's just saying okay, she, she, call her stupid? Or let's say, let's say, let's say, okay, That's the question. let's say she want, let's say she wanted to use Anavar, not Tremble. Let's take it back. Anavar, not Tremble. And the no, gym rat guy, to, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And the gym rat guy, the, 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 the natty vegan, the natty vegan tells her, you're bad for using steroids. You shouldn't use Anavar. You're fucking bad. Well, if she said that to me, I'd be like, baby, that's great. Here's a, here's a bottle of Entugard, baby. That just give it, giving you a gift. A little bottle of Entugard to take with your VAR, baby, because I love you. And that's great. You're doing some VAR. Make sure you do some, some, some Kegel exercises during that cycle. Take full advantage of that Anavar. <laughs> but but that's different, bro. You know what I mean? It's a completely different story. Bro. Okay, so let's, let's do that perspective. Like... It's a completely different. That's what I'm trying to get at because we talked about that other perspective. What is your opinion? What is your opinion on it? You should get permission from your significant other to juice. Is that is that your your, your what do you think? What do you think is, is the right? I'm not saying I'm I'm not really I'm I'm just there's a hypothetical situation that you could be faced with in the future. You could be dating someone because I've been the I've been to enough gyms. I've seen these women walking around. With these wide ass chests, their lips are all puffy. You can tell they get like, you know, the plastic surgery done on their face and all this stuff. Oh, you can definitely tell something. A girl, a girl with with silicone boobs on with abs, like a girl with with abs, like like a six pack and, and sil- nice tight silicone boobs. Oh, so nice, <laughs> so good. Like just them big big silicone knockers, and she's got like. Ad, like she's got little, little, little like, ab action going. Yeah. Ooh, so sexy. 
What about what about like, women who have like, like when you go would you go to would you go bro? It's funny because you know we're talking about all this, and I specifically remember a few times just being, <laughs> being at dinner, you know, being at dinner, cutting cutting my steak. I look stimulants, bro, before the podcast. I, I look. I look over. I am fucking doing cardosol, bro. I had like three cardosol like before the pot. You're you're yeah, you're bro. definitely like guys. Guys, uh, um, band nutrition. Oh, I gotta hear my hand. Bandnutrition.com. Cardosol, great fucking product. It's it's um it's like an alternative to to GW to cardamine, and it's got caffeine. It's got Infinergy, which is caffeine demalate. I mean, it's it's got. A very nice stack of ingredients, guys. I, I'm, I don't, you know, I don't own this brand. Rick's, Rick's I like I just, high. He, I, I noticed. I don't appreciate. He's like high from this stuff. So this stuff works yeah, really good. I'm, I just had like three of them. I'm fucking ready to go. So, but yeah, that's why I specifically remember like looking up and seeing her cutting her steak too, and like she's got veins on her fucking biceps and big, uh, tight silicone knockers on like really low body fat. Like that's just. It's, and we're talking about juice. She's telling me about cycles she's done. She's asking me about shit. And we're sitting there talking about steroids. And I'm like, that's, Who's that's fucking cool. Who's I'm that? Just, just fitness chicks I'm going out with, bro. I like, I, I target, I target, uh, uh, I target fitness girls. Mm, you know what I mean? I, I've never seen you once with a girl. Like. Oh, I don't, po- I don't post pictures of, of myself with chicks on social or any of that. That's crazy. Why would you do that? You, don't, right. you don't want anybody to know. <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, fuck that. Especially you know, in the industry, everybody you know, knows each other. Dude, dude everybody, <coughs> check this out. Everybody that, that competes, they all kind of know each other quite a bit. Like, you don't, let's say it ends badly with a girl. You have a, a difference of opinion. You don't want someone to just go through your fucking social, see a picture you have with her, like something real innocent. And then they go and say, hey, you know, so you're friends with Ricky. You don't want anybody talking about you. You don't want, you don't want anybody knowing don't know anybody know your business i see some guys out there they take pictures don't even you want anybody to know who your fucking female friends are if you really want to want to keep it real with so so here's my perspective on this a little bit and then we'll move on to the next <clears throat> here's my perspective you know at the end of the day like you know everybody has their own hobbies you know it could be a girl that's She's got a shopping problem. She goes and spends all her money on shopping. She she can't save a penny because she's spending it all on shopping. Could be a girl who's got, you know, other issues. Some females, just like men, they take it to the extreme. They take this shit to the extreme and they they want to they want to overdo it. So they won't use the mild steroids. They'll use something that's more pronounced, you know, more strong, more androgenic. And they'll end up basically getting to a certain point in their fitness goals and they won't be able to kind of bring it back down. It's the same thing with guys, you know, being no different than a guy abusing the crap out of steroids and ending up dying at 40 years old because it happens all the time. I've done on these podcasts with, with the Mwapsta and we've talked about guys who've had kidney, uh, kidney failure, you know, uh, by the time they're 40 drop dead, dropping dead from heart attacks. So, it kind of works both ways. So at the end of the day, you know, my short answer to this is I would definitely have a problem. If my spouse was abusing steroids or running them incorrectly, I would definitely have a problem with it. So I would, I would want to educate them on, you know, well, what to, if she was doing property. like a five milligram a day bar cycle, your, your girl, which would be upset. And, and she was taking it into her. 
I mean, it, it, um, I, the only, the only reason I would, she was really going to the gym. She was fast. Yeah. She would have to be, yes. She'd have to be very serious. And it's the flip side. If you're a girl and your boyfriend wants to use steroids and he's 21 years old, he spent three months in the gym. He, he hasn't put in the sweat. He hasn't put in the hours in the gym yet. And he wants to hop on the juice. I would be upset in your situation too. So there are situations. I don't, I don't think any girls with 21 year old boyfriends are listening to the, to the podcast. 12. I don't care. Yeah. But they could be 31. They could be 41. They could be 51. Okay. So if you have wait, 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 let's get there. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so she was serious. She was serious. Cause you already asked me. So I'm asking you now. She was serious about her fucking gym grind. She was about it. She was about this life. And she wanted to do five megs of R with, with, with fasting and uh, and to guard, um, if she was you, doing it properly, it'd be okay, fine. Okay, okay, fine. But I mean, now what if she wanted to do? What if she wanted to do ten megs of bar and ten megs of winstrow, same time, same gym grind, do like just taking it to guard, doing it right? Would you? No, okay I I, I would not want someone using winstrow. Um, I wouldn't want them using winstrow. Okay, no, what if not. she said? What if she said? What if she said? You know. Screw you, Steve. Not only am I using 10 megs of R and 10 megs of Winnie because my, my gym dealer, my gym uh, guru told me to do it. I'm also throwing some Primo Bowen corals <laughs> on top of that. And by, by the way, this is very close to a story, something something that happened. I'm, I'm, I'm also throwing that on top because he, he told me he just got it and it's really good quality. And that'll get me to where I need to go. Screw you. I don't care what you say. You you might be you might call the shots in bed, but I call the shots in my life, baby. So. What if she just said, fuck you? Um, I refuse to listen to you. Steve, Steve Schmee from Evolutionary Radio refused to listen to you, even though you know your shit, and I'm a fan of the show. Um, I'm still doing this. What would you be upset? Is that like a we're breaking up kind of situation? Or would you, I don't what, would you I don't deal with hypothetical, sir. I don't oh, come on, bro. Come on, come on, come on. Would you be okay? Like you hear what I'm saying, right? I mean, that's serious. Yeah. Like, would, would you be okay with that or not? I um I'd be very, I'd be okay with it, but I'd be very, very concerned and I would be on the lookout for side effects and I would be on the lookout to point out the side effects. You see what I'm saying? Because there would be Does that in your mind, in your mind, do you automatically know she's not a keeper because she's that fucking stubborn and stupid? Does it go through your mind like, ah, no, fucking, I mean, this one. No, 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 still, not at all. You stay with her even, even if she was hard-headed and she knew you knew your shit and she was listening yeah. to some guys. But if her, if her errors were affecting me, then that would that would change things because it's it would the side effects that she would get over time would reverberate back to me. You see what I'm saying? So that okay. would affect okay. me. Okay. It's like an alcohol. Now, let me ask you. It's like an alcohol. Let me ask you a question. She's drinking you, every you, day. You, you, you know, every, okay, so, so let me change it a little bit. You know everything you know, and you had no, you would have no issue with your girl doing five megs of Anavar with Antugar. If she, lover. if she, um, if okay, she, okay, fine, fine, yeah. fine. Now, let me if ask she, you this yeah. What if we, what if you knew a couple? What if you knew a couple, maybe some, some, a couple you knew from the, you just knew them, and she wanted to do five megs of Anavar with, with, with Antugar, obviously, for her lover, and, and, um, and the guy, he was like a like a natty vegan, like super strict natty vegan fascist. And he was just like, no, you're a bad girl. You shouldn't do anything. What are you doing? Do you think the dude is in the right or in the wrong to keep her from using a little bit of art if she's really grinding it? Like he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know what you know. He just he just has a problem with, with steroids, period. Do you think he's in the wrong or he's in the right for saying something and making a big deal out of it? 
I mean, he his probably his heart is in the right place because steroids have side effects. Like, what if she takes the VAR and it's not really VAR and she gets she gets bad side effects? You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's one of those things. I If they came to me, I would I would try to educate both of them as to, you know, uh, the risks associated with it and, and educate them. And at the end of the day, they could they could, um, you know, take that information and do what they would with it. But I'm not going to, you know. I'm not going to say, oh, someone's right or someone's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. Speaking of that, that's the, that's that's her calling me right now. What? She's checking up on That sounds like 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 that sounds like the commit the phone the bat phone at the commissioner's office. That that's 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 <laughs> them calling me. That's them calling you right now and wanting. It uh, sounds like the bat phone at the commissioner's. But then the office. Day, education education goes a long way. Education goes a long way. So. That's that's what you got to do. But I see the perspective uh, on on both sides, buddy. I mean, you have to respect, you know, other people's opinions, because at the end of the day, you could look at it as a way of, oh, you know, you're breaking the law. You're you're acquiring things that are illegal. You see what I'm saying? And some people have a problem with that. I've you know, I've there's going to be situations where your spouse is going to want you not to, it's going to be situations you come home and you say, yeah, I got a traffic ticket. I was going five miles an hour and I got pulled over. I got a traffic ticket. That's going to be coming. Your spouse is going to blow a gasket over that. You know why they're going to blow a basket? Because, oh yeah, you got a ticket. Now our, our insurance rates are going to go up. You see what I'm saying? They're going to have a problem with that. Well, you're using steroids. Now you're going to have health problems. You're going to reduce your life expectancy. You're going to have, you know, you're gonna have illegal substances in our house. There's there's consequences. So you have to look at both perspectives, you know, of the situation man. when you're in a site. You have to be flexible in a, in a relationship. Man, so listen, these if this you is if, stuff- you if you don't man, listen, if you don't settle, you'll find the right person who'll be who will ride with you on, on all this stuff. You know, they'll just be that that right personality who'll be cool with you doing whatever. Like I don't I don't mess with a girl unless she's She'd be willing to give me my shots. You know what I mean? I'm. You know, it's just like, for what? Why waste it? Like, why even waste your time convincing someone that something you're doing is all right? I mean, I guess a lot of you, you're, the you're, guys become interested. There's going to be a situation where years after marriage, or maybe they used them before they got married, and then and then they and then they get married. And they want to come back, and they want to come, and they want to come back to it. So, yeah, I, I guess I can see that. Like when when maybe you. You want to come back to the sauce because you used them before getting married, but you were married for for several years, didn't use anything. Now you want to use again, and you kind of can't. Have to you ask can't for keep. Permission you can't. Anyway. You can't keep secrets in a relationship. That's that's hundred percent. Cannot keep secrets, and you have to be flexible. You can. In a you can. You can. I think. I think you can have your own your own uh, little life and your own little piece of space as long as you're not betraying your betraying your vows. You don't have to. You don't have to let everyone know what the fuck you do with every minute of your day. As long as you're not betraying your bowels, you could you could you could have a private a private life. You could you could learn another language and not have to talk about it or consult it. You could go fucking acquire a new scale or you could join a fucking book group. And you know, you could do whatever. You could you could keep fucking steroids in your desk at fucking work under lock and key and shoot in the fucking bathroom when you're there. And you could do whatever the fuck you you can have a private life as long as you're not betraying your vows. This shouldn't be a problem. My opinion. You know what I mean? You shouldn't. It, it shouldn't be an issue at all. The next one we're going to talk about is test 400. Is it a good idea? So, Rick, you're the you're our little chemistry geek. Tell us a little bit about what test 400 is all about 
versus just the regular test sipinate or test anything that's cramming, cr- cramming a bunch of uh, testosterone, 400 milligrams of active ingredient into one cc. Throughout the years, the first time that test 400 came out, T400 came out, I believe it was from Denkow. And it was a, a, uh, a black and yellow box uh, from Denkow back in the day. Let me actually, as I'm talking here, let me... Uh, Let me uh, actually look look up the look for a picture of the of the bottle. See if there's a picture online. But yeah, T four hundred and and then other other labs and other places jumped into the into the fray and started doing their four hundred. But yeah, here it is a test four hundred. Uh, by let me see if this Denkow lab. It looks like a Denkow lab. I'm about to look right now. But it's very uh, very very painful. Uh, yes, it's a Denkow lab. Absolutely. Contini Donetto, 10 milliliters, test, 400, Uso Veterinario, registration. This is the registration. Are you telling me they haven't made a test 400 that's not painful? Uh, nowadays. They've cut um, it down a lot. Uh, nowadays, they I'm made pretty it sure. That, yeah. Nowadays, I'm pretty sure they cut down because of some of the new carriers and new stuff that they're doing. But, I mean, it's still still the most painful testosterone shot or one of the most painful shots you can you can take. It's right up there with, you know, with old school fucking sharing, real legit sharing Primo Bolin and, you know, and test prop that all veterinarian propionate that propionate testosterone. It, it's up there as far as level of pain um, and test 400, the old school uh, Denkow test 400. There was not. I, I mean, the reports of pain and soreness that lasted for days and days was just it was just rampant everywhere. People ask it. People used to get like a flu from it, like have flu symptoms. People thought um, a lot of guys begin. That's how we build up some of the knowledge as to how to like quickly tell with just looking and in a picture if something's affected or not. Um, it's because of uh, of all these false alarms with test four hundred shots on the quads and on the glutes and guys going into into the emergency room. But this really test four hundred, the first one. We're talking a little bit chemistry history here a little bit i like to then cow labs a test 400 was the first ones it was a black and yellow bottle and then from then on many other companies have done test 400 you, you can buy them now everywhere uh, not just test 400 you can buy equipoise 400 <laughs> you know you can buy a different uh, a lot of stuff now comes in 400 um milligram concentrations and it's really just better carriers and guys just doing it you know guys just actually doing it you know guys actually just 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 start trying it out and seeing that it wasn't done before because maybe they weren't any legitimate veterinarian or pharmaceutical uh human pharmaceutical uh users or reasons to, to cram 400 makes a test into a cc but now for a bodybuilder that is trying to inject four or five different steroids in one shot having 400 crammed into a single cc leaves it out a lot of room in the syringe for other stuff he's might be using so it, it, it's there is a market for it now. There's a reason to now to try to do it when, you know, uh, some of the first, some of the, well, some of the, I was, I was, I was going to say that some of the first underground labs just kind of followed with the dosing that was already available in the market from pharmaceutical, legitimate pharmaceutical companies. But that, that, that'd be kind of a lie because uh, thinking about it, some of the first underground labs that, that popped up, like one of them was, 
was very notorious back in the day was Tokyo, which apparently they were never really registered. They would they just they just started say we're veterinarian grade in Mexico and this is what we are. But apparently they never registered. I think the story goes. And they were making, uh, uh, they started, they were the first ones that were making like 300, 400 milligram concentration stuff. And that's how they got known in the market. And bodybuilders loved that Tokyo stuff, Tokyo lab stuff from back in the day, because of, it was the first time where you can load up a, a 3cc syringe and you're shooting, you know, six, 700 milligrams of juice in just three cc's with the Tokyo stuff. Um, so yeah, some, some underground labs established themselves with these, with these higher dosing, uh, uh, liquids that were more geared for bodybuilders that were doing a lot of stuff and that weren't just adequate for veterinarian or, or human, human use. But yeah, T400, I mean, it's just, it's just one CC 400 units. And if you're one of these guys, big guy, you know, going to doing shows and you got awards on the wall and you're doing a gram of testosterone uh, as a base to your, to your weekly cycle. And then on top of that, you're throwing, you're throwing your equipoise, your master on your, Deca, your primo ball, and you're throwing everything else on top, but you base just with a gram of test, like a lot of, a lot of these big guys do. Then yeah, having a T400 where you could just with just two and a half cc's, you got a gram of testosterone with two and a half cc's, and then if you have a five cc syringe, which a glute uh, can take five cc's, six cc's, no problem. Um, you you've got the rest of that syringe to put some other stuff in there, so it's. You know, it's convenient for bodybuilders that way. Um, no, no human uh, uses really, really at all, my opinion. I mean, no uh, legitimate pharmaceutical uses really to, to, to put that much into one CC. All right, guys, the next one is trend ACE and test propionate cycle. These are both short esters. You see this uh, a lot. Competitors, uh, guys who... You know, they're getting ready for a show. They'll run these short esters. And the reason is, is uh, flexibility. You got the flexibility of being able to start the cycle, stop the stop, start and stop the steroids. And they're in and out of your system quicker. Their, their half-lives are much shorter. Um, and, and by half-life, you know, I mean, let's say, you know, you're talking with testosterone propionate, you're talking a three-day half-life, uh, two or three-day half-life with it. That would mean that, once you're deep into cycle and you stop using it, it's still going to be in your system for about a week and a half, two weeks versus running a long ester, a sipping and anthate, and it's going to be in your system four, five, six weeks after you stop. So it's always uh, proper to multiply the half-life by five, maybe four and a half, but you know it's easy just to say five. So if something has, say, a two-day half-life, it's going to take 10 days to be out of your system. You know, if it's got a 10-day half-life, it's going to take about 50 days to be out of your system. So now you see why competitors like to run these short esters that are attached. With testosterone, you have the propionate, which is a short ester, and then you have the longer esters. And then with the trend, you have the trend acetate, which is a short ester version of the trend balone. And you have the trend balone enanthate, which is the long version. And of course, you have trend hex which is also, I would categorize more of a longer ester compared to, to the acetate. So in this example, you could run a six-week cycle of trenase and testosterone propionate. The trend can be the base of your cycle. You could do, say, 250, 300 milligrams a week, and you can add in a little bit of testosterone with that 100 milligrams, 125 milligrams. 
or you can run a little bit more testosterone, maybe a little less trembolone. So you could do maybe 200 of the tests and 200 of the trend. But in that case, you're definitely going to want to run a little bit of an AI. So trembolone doesn't aromatize it to estrogen, but testosterone does. So if you want to not need to run an AI, run the testosterone at TRT dose or lower, a real TRT dose. And that would really cut down on the estrogenic side effects, obviously, and cut down on androgenic side effects. So if you want the trend to kind of run the cycle, then you'd run the, run the trend higher and then run the testosterone at, at the minimum, you know, um, which technically is zero, obviously. But in this case, we're talking about stacking these two together. So it's a very flexible cycle. You can run it for six weeks. It'll only be in your system a couple of weeks after your last injection. So it'll be in and out quick. It'll be less than a two month cycle. So um, it's not going to destroy your body. Like if you were run a long ester test and a long ester trembolone, which are going to be in your system weeks after you stop taking them and still be causing damage. So if you, it's a nice little six week cycle, you get really good results running these two together. Exactly the way I described uh, there's no reason why in those six weeks you won't be hitting uh, PRs, you know, all things being equal. Any any quick thoughts on the Trinase and Test Prop? Have you tried them together? It's a lot of yes, injecting, actually, by the way. That's the, that's the negative. It's a lot of fucking injecting. Well, you know, th there was a, a period in my life where you kind of become addicted to the, the ritual of, of injecting the juice. Once you've, you've gotten in a cycle or two and you, you've associated that, that shot with that growth, uh, with, with, that, with that growth spur, with, with feeling better that week, you know, you, you shoot today and on a Monday, let's say, and then on Friday, it's building up, you know, the, the shot from two weeks ago, maybe from three weeks ago, depending on what you're using, it's building up and then you took one early in the week. So every day your, uh, your hormone levels, your antigen levels are climbing and it's real easy to plan a cycle like prop and acetate with every other day shots, everyday shots. It's real easy to do. So I, I've done one of my favorite combinations when I was a younger man for a good period of time was test prop, tremble on acetate. Uh, th th there was no inactate at that time that I, I really like using this and equipoise. Those three. I found there was just nice shot. I used to get milli 50 milligram Ganable equipoise, 50 milligram per cc. We used to yield about 75 milligrams of trembolone when you would when you would bake it right from uh, Finoplex H cartridges, and um, all test prop was only about 100 mix. So just doing like when you know even when I when I used to try big bigger dosing, just doing two cc's of Ganable per day, one cc of test prop per day and one cc of tremble on per day per day every day every day shots five, four cc shots every single day and man it was it was cool it's like a ritual it was, it was around that time that maybe i thought i wanted to compete you know when i thought i wanted to just get you know carry around all that muscle and have to eat that way and have and, and have to deal with that every day which guys look amazing but fuck like when my back gets a certain size, I, I can't even reach reach behind to wipe my butt. It's just, it's just, it, it's, I mean, it's being that big and, and, and 
carrying on a lot of size, you know, it's lifestyle change, complete lifestyle change to, to have to accommodate your day to day for that. And anyway, that was a great cycle, just EQ and those two. Um, I tried them together with, with I believe, VAR and um, VAR, and I might have done a deep ball one time as well. You know, I just used to do these little short cycles, nice and strong, and then get off, get off the stuff for a while. And uh, and with and with EQ, I've tried them too, and just a good, it's a good combo. Everyday shots or every other day shots. You know, if you do everyday shots, I mean, you're looking at about 700 megs of uh, testosterone per week if, if you got a hundred milligram prop, and about a, a and you guys do math in your head, 75 times. And then you got uh, about, uh, um, you know, another 300 and something uh, milligrams, uh, uh, 400 and something milligrams in the in the trend. And then the, the EQ is giving you about another 700. So it's a nice, it's a nice almost two gram cycle that you get really nice big off of and you shoot every day. You know what I mean? So it's a good combination. I mean, what do you want me to tell you, bro? And, and what you said is right. Uh, if you if you mix it with an oral, like an oral kickstart, everything begins to work right away because these are very short esters. And then you can even start your PCT. You can start it on the last week of your cycle. So you just you start shooting, shooting, you start your, your PCT today, and you still have a whole week left of shots because these are short esters. You could kind of overlap them a little bit. If you use equipoise with them and you don't do the oral kickstart, then you can come off of the of the prop and the trend about eight weeks in. Uh, about a week after your last shot, um, you, you, you know, all the stuff is out of your system, but you still have that equipoise in there. And the equipoise is going to just slowly taper off. And you can wait a week or two after your last shot of, of trend and, and prop to actually to, to actually start your PCT because that the you build up that equipoise uh after you build it up over the last eight weeks. And then yeah. It's it's a it's a nice kind of soft landing, and, and you could and your PCT will, will pick up where your where your EQ is leaving off, so you don't lose a lot of your gains from it. It kind of back in the day they used to believe or the believe was it would help you solidify your gains to do like a like a really kind of low amount a small amount of a long ester like EQ. The guys thought you could actually recover beneath that that that, that low dosing of of EQ, but. It's it's a, it's a nice soft landing. It's a nice easy way to start PCT. It's a good stack, man. It's a good it's a good mix. Why not? So that's going to get us into the last topic. You you kind of already signed a talk started to talk about it, but how long for EQ to work equipoise? So I'll let you lead off because you were talking about equipoise. I'll let you lead off on a little bit, and I'll kind of finish finish the show. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be for it for it to build up to its peak, like its maximum kind of kind of dose i mean i think it's like almost on week six between week four and week six six because your metabolism also has a lot a lot to do with it so definitely i mean for it to work really really for you to be like on full effect about four weeks four to six weeks is when you're going to where your results are going to off. if you're doing the same amount week after week your results uh and how quickly your progress is going to it's going to start to grow after really after week, after day seven. And you're going to notice every day you just got more. You just have more and more of the steroid in you. And it'll be kind of noticeable day, on a day-to-day basis. And then around week four to six is when you notice like, all right, I'm not noticing that every day I'm 
a more and more, you know, you don't notice it more and more every day now, but that time you kind of level off your, and that and it, provided you continue to do the same, shoot the same amount every week, you kind of, that's kind of your peak. Then obviously after you, you get off of this stuff, I mean, it's a, it's a slow climb down. I mean, again, four to six weeks, even for you to completely feel like you're out of, off of everything, you know, like everything is, is, is gone. One of the things that we've theorized and it's one of those little things I have notes to research more and more is that some of these longer esters, uh, like the one in nedron decanoate, like the one in molded on undecyclinate, these esters, um, they they'll actually attach to fat, and then they'll they'll come off in slow release, even after. That's why trembolone. Uh, I'm sorry. That's why nedron decanoate or equipoise undecyclinate. You could get popped in a water test or, a, or an olympic you know committee test or whatever um a test is looking for it a year up to a year to 18 months later because some amounts of it still attached to the fat live there for a while and then they, they 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 shake loose later on so basically even six weeks after your last shot of of eq uh, you'll still have some in there still attaching to androgen receptors and, and having some sort of some sort of effect. So that, that's what I got for EQ. What do you got for EQ? 14-day half-life. So if we go back to what I said at the beginning of the show, and you're looking at five times five, so two weeks times five, that's seven, right? Two weeks times five, that's like 10 weeks. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's crazy. So, you know, I would even argue it's, let's say four and a half. Let's, let's kind of be you know go to conservative route say 4.5 right so 4.5 times two weeks is nine so my gosh eq won't even be peaking in your body till week eight week nine maybe even week 10 because that's such a long half-life and so as you're injecting it once a week twice a week over the course of weeks it's going to there's going to be some that leave your system, but there's going to be much more that, that goes into your system. And it's such a long half-life that very little trickles out. So it will take a long time to peak, even though it's going to work right away as soon as you inject it. But as you inject on a proper schedule, it will take literally two months to reach peak in your body. So people who say to run EQ six weeks, eight weeks, that's fine. You can run it six weeks, eight weeks, but you're not even going to hit, get a hit peak. And then once you stop injecting it, it's going to take another seven, eight, nine, ten 10 weeks to be out of your system. You know, so I don't think people quite understand the way these half-lives work. These esters are attached to these steroids for a reason. It's so you don't have to inject them very often and they'll last in your body longer. So you can inject infrequently these compounds. So there's nothing to keep you from running it four weeks, five weeks, six weeks if you want, but just keep in mind once you stop taking it, it's also going to be in your system for many weeks. So there's no such thing as running EQ for six weeks. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work like that in our system. You see? So, you know, and don't, don't think all I'm telling you to go run EQ 20 weeks, 16 weeks, 
you know, because the problem is if you run it 20 weeks and it's in your system, another eight to 10 weeks, that means you're going to be on cycle more than half the year. You're going to be on steroids and you're going to be on something that's shutting you down for more than half the year. You see the problem? So I, you know, one, I would one think one thing, yeah. one thing to keep in mind is this guys, uh, maybe to clarify something you're saying, I don't know if I'm contradicting something you're saying, but uh, basically uh, if you, if you add into your body over, over six weeks or eight weeks, if you add in a total of three to 4,000 milligrams of equipoise to your system, even if you, you stop injecting, this is my opinion, maybe it goes against what you're saying, stop injecting at week six, you're going to get something out of those 4,000 milligrams. You're going to get some poundage and, and some growth out of them. And as far as, let's say you shot, you shot today and then uh, uh, eight, 10 weeks later, there's still, there's still some in you. At that point, because of like Steve said, the way the half-lives work, the amount that you actually have in your system is quite minuscule. It's very, it's, it's, if you, if you, um, it's very, it's very, very small trace amounts at that point. It just, it just takes longer and longer for it to break, takes that long for it to break down. But as far as being able to recover from cycle and being no longer anabolic, my opinion, Steve, uh, um, it's at, after about the third week or fourth week of your shot. You, you, you don't have enough in you to start to continue to, to continue to make progress. You know what I mean? After about three weeks or four weeks of your last shot, unless you shot a lot, unless you did like a gram. Um, but if you did a regular two to 400 milligrams and you did them and you shot them today, three to four weeks from now, still be a little bit something better than natural, but you're not really building muscle at, at that point. Uh, you're not really building a lot of muscle at that point. Um, it, it, if you look at the at the peak and the trough uh, and the trough in the actual charts for the for the for the ester chain and you could find those on on Google quite easily, you'll see how after it peaks how how the drop it's it's I mean it, it's a very very steep drop, and although it goes a very very long way in, in on the graph, um, really if you read the labels you cross it I mean you're, you've got nothing in in you that's that's of any significant amount to do anything after, uh, you know, after about four or five weeks on, uh, of your shot, after you, about three to three to five weeks after your shot, it's depending on genetics, obviously, right? Um, some guys respond better than others. At that point, the amounts you have left aren't, aren't enough to cause, uh, to, to do any, cause any progress. And I think, and I think most guys, and we've all kind of done it, when we've included EQ in a cycle, we've never waited eight weeks to start PCT. We've never waited a month to start PCT. Usually sometimes we'd start right away or just give it a week or two weeks after your last shot of EQ and start PCT right away. Because the, since the, it's on, since the EQ is on a decline and you do a thorough PCT, it shouldn't, shouldn't have enough in your system to actually suppress you. Not if you're specifically taking drugs to get your, your system started back up, making testosterone again. So just a, an opinion on there or what I've seen. As yeah, far I as, agree. You know, I agree with person. everything. I agree with everything you're saying, except the very end, because any exogenous hormone in your system is still going to shut you down. So, but you definitely want to be on PCT as those esters are leaving your system. Because as you said, they do, you know, come out of your system and your hormone levels do start coming back down. So you want to make sure that PCT is there to give you a soft landing. So, so really to answer the question, 
10 to 12 weeks of EQ. And a lot of people will say, oh, you know, that's wrong. You need to go at least 14, 16, 18, 20 weeks. And I say, look, it's okay. I'd rather you run it short and leave gains on the table than suppress and shut yourself down for nine months out of the year because of the, the long ester. So really in, in this situation, if you want to recover HPTA properly, you really need to cut these cycles off at 12 weeks, no matter what you're running. And, um, and there's a good chance, you know, with EQ, you're going to have to, same thing with Decadurabolin, also a 14-day half-life, 15-day half-life. You have to come off for a long time. You may only be able to run the EQ or a DECA cycle once a year, and you, you, you're you probably not going to be able to – you're not going to be able to run another long cycle in the same year. You may be able to run like a short cycle with short esters if you want to run a second cycle. But, you know, so you really have to protect – your HBTA, but EQ is a, a great steroid. Uh, if you're in a very active person, I know you like it, but um, it's, it's very good. Like, even if I'm doing like hardcore cardio, it doesn't fuck me up, but other store, other steroids will. So it's, it's definitely a great steroid that uh, you need to be utilizing depending on your goals. All right, guys. So those are four topics. We covered a lot of stuff. This was episode 425, Steve Smee and Ricky V. Rock. Check out the show notes. Come on the forums. And if you want to get in touch with us, information is in the show notes. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.